You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you cutting-edge interviews from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. Jan Kasperowitz. Dr. Kasperowitz is a sports recovery specialist and the founder of New Jersey Chiropractic and Sports Recovery, based in Hasbro Kites, New Jersey. He offers cutting-edge programs and services to athletes and people from all walks of life. With over 14 years of practical experience in treating patients and athletes for pain relief and optimal wellness, his methods are highly effective and proven. Cardio health, body conditioning, weight management, as well as strength building are all areas of his expertise. Dr. Kasperowitz works with some of the most elite athletes in the country, ranging from professional football, triathlon, Division I athletics, military, and police officers. Dr. Kasperowitz is widely considered to be one of the top sports recovery specialists in the country, and he's also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, altitude training. Hi, Dr. Kasperowitz. How are you today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. So thanks for joining me again. And let's get started. What benefits does altitude training provide in regards to sports performance? Altitude training has been used for for quite a bit of time with athletes, especially with cyclists. That's why a lot of our athletes, our Olympic athletes, train in Colorado because it's at a higher elevation. I personally work with a good amount of cyclists, and they go over to Italy and train over in Italy because there's high altitude there as well. The bigger mountains, thinner air forces your body to actually create more red blood cells. Red blood cells. There's also machines out there too that could actually mimic being at high altitude. But the actual performance benefits helps you increase your your VO2 max and your lactate threshold. So this way you can actually uh, utilize oxygen much more efficiently, build a bigger engine, and basically don't feel that burn as much in your muscles when you're actually training. It also increases your power output and speed. So you're going to be able to run faster. You're going to be able to ride your bike in a higher gear. It enhances your endurance and stamina as well. So this way you're not going to feel fatigued when you're running a marathon or even a um, a longer distance event such as Ironman triathlon. Reduces your recovery time, which is very important too. Everybody thinks that you gain your all your 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 performance gains and your training gains when you're actually working out, but it's not true. It's actually when you're recovering. So including some type of hypoxic or altitude training as a recovery tool is imperative. It also increases capillarization, which is increases the density and length of your capillaries, which will allow the capillaries to increase more oxygen delivered to your muscle tissue as well. It boosts mitochondrial enzymes, allowing more efficient use of oxygen for energy production when you train and also compete. It decreases your heart rate and your blood pressure, so it's also got health benefits to it. It increases your production and release of human growth hormone. It's also known as the the hormone, the fountain of youth hormone. And it also helps stimulate fat-burning metabolism, so this way it will make you leaner. Okay. And... Do athletes have to travel to certain elevations to train, or is there high-altitude training equipment available? Oh, by all means, athletes can, and they do train. They do travel for for months at a time to go to different uh, high-altitude settings. If it's either down in South America, over in Europe, or actually in Colorado, 
But there are machines out there as well. You can actually build a, a your own altitude tent and sleep in there at night. But uh, personally, what I use is a machine called the Hypoxco, which can actually mimic training at elevations up to 21,000 feet. Uh, the hypoxico reduces the oxygen saturation in the air that you breathe. It is uh, not one of the most, uh, it's not one of those nonsense uh, elevation masks that a lot of people wear, which actually just has these two little restrictive filters in the front. That doesn't do altitude training. All that does is, is uh, restrict air into your, into your uh, lungs. And it does do something. It actually strengthens up your, your, inspir your, your, your muscles, which allow you to breathe but it by no means does any type of altitude training. Uh, we have cyclists and runners that use the hypoxico while training on the treadmill or on a stationary bike. Uh, personally at home, I have a hypoxico. My wife and I are planning to go to Patagonia uh, in December, and we're going to be on an elevation of about 6,000 feet. We plan on being pretty active. So what we do is we actually take turns. Uh, we use it every single day for about an hour a day. We do like intervals on it. We go on there for five. We use it for five minutes. We take it off for five minutes. Put the mask on for five minutes, and we gradually increase the the elevation that we're that we're working with. And this way, it's going to allow us to be more efficient with uh, using less oxygen. But it's also going to increase our lactate threshold. So this way, we're not going to be as tired as somebody who's not altitude acclimated. Okay. And how long does an athlete have to spend training at a high altitude to reap the benefits? We recommend a minimum of four weeks of hypoxic training. Anything less than that, you're really not going to get the sports performance benefits. You're going to get the health benefits. But four weeks is a minimum. By training at altitude, athletes are going to be breathing in thinner air with less oxygen concentration, which forces the body to produce more red blood cells, that's where you get your performance benefit, the increased amount of red blood cells. Within the first seven to 10 days, there's pretty much little to no difference in the amount of red blood cells produced in the body. You're not going to see any sports performance benefits at all. For the next three weeks after that, though, your body starts producing more of these red blood cells, but you're not really going to notice those performance benefits. And if you do notice anything, it's going to be minimal. After the fourth week, your body's developed a significant amount more of those red blood cells and that's where you really see the increase in performance. And how long do altitude training benefits last? Uh, they're, not, they're not permanent by no means, but also they're not that temporary either. They usually last anywhere from three to four weeks afterwards. That's why I recommend to our athletes who do come back from Colorado or they come back from when they come back from Europe from training to continue doing some type of hypoxic or altitude training with us so this way it doesn't just last the three weeks and then you're, you don't have the, uh, the, the, the adapt adaptation process that you received from the altitude training. And then in regards to that, you don't need to do it on a daily basis, but you do want to use it while you're doing your event. So if you're a cyclist and you went to Colorado and you stayed there for a month and you're doing altitude training, those effects usually will wear off after about three weeks. But if you actually continue with some type of maintenance where you're actually getting on a stationary bike hooked up to a hypoxic altitude simulator, do that probably three to four times a week for an hour or two hours. You're going to be able to maintain a lot of those gains that you receive. And lastly, besides sports performance, does high altitude training benefit one's overall health? Actually, it does. Um, there's a lot of evidence 
um, for <clears throat> hypoxic training with health and wellness. Uh, for decades, doctors and epidemiologists, which are public health professionals who investigate patterns and causes of different diseases, they've both documented that populations living at higher altitudes have significantly decreases in occurrence of nearly every chronic disease known to man. And actually, I think it was in 2013, a study found that Americans that lived at sea level are four to five times more likely to be obese than those living at high altitude communities. Um, those are actually, those um, stats remain consistent even after controlling for other important factors like uh, lifestyle, uh, exercise level, socioeconomic status, and also family history. Um, Colorado is very interesting because Colorado is the leanest state in the U.S. and only had, it's the only state that actually has an obesity rate below 20%. These stats are not coincidence, but are instead a result of the increased energy expenditure required to adapt to these thin air environments. So your body is actually burning more calories just to sustain itself at these higher altitudes. Um, these studies also show that altitude affects the way we experience hunger and satiety, which is very important for weight loss. Um, satiety is your feeling of fullness. These studies actually resulted with the findings that showed that people exposed to altitude felt less hungry because levels of leptin, which is their satiety hormone, surged while ghrelin, which is their hunger hormone, remained the same. So they felt more full at higher altitudes. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Kasperowitz. We know you're extremely busy, so I just want to thank you for your time and help today. You're welcome. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Jan Kasperowitz, you can either go online to www.chiropracticandsportsrecovery.com or call 917 978-2902 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading industry professionals. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. 